these policies in many instances either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, where one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, it is January 16th, 2014, and welcome to episode number 43 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary with myself, Mr. Paul Swickard. And with me, as always, is Mr. Ryan. I will deport you no matter what. Murphy. Ryan, hello. Hello. I would never deport you, Paul. We're too kind up here. Not according to stuff and stuff that I've read. Uh, who are we deporting? I don't know. Like, I, I, I honestly, I wish I had it in front of me, but I heard a story regarding, like, uh, something to the effect of you were wanting to, uh, like, you wanted to deport someone for, what did you do? Like, no, I don't want to say, like, like spit on the prime minister or something. <laughs> like, oh. like, it was weird. That's really spit on the prime minister. I think something, I would have heard about that It was something that really, like, like, insulting and tame at the same time. Well, if Bieber can wear uh, gay farmer overalls to meet our prime minister and not get deported, I'm pretty sure you could spit on him. Like, Bieber is a whatever. Whatever. Mm. We've apologized for Bieber on many occasions. <laughs> Who's we? <laughs> well, the human race, I feel, but oh. more specifically. <laughs> actually, no, the human race, really. Well, he's Canadian, but you guys No, I know. Up. Yeah, I know. But see, okay, this is my position on that. Yes, he is Canadian. The root of the evil, as it were, is Canadian, and I'm comfortable with that. I am also comfortable criticizing that we propped this Canadian up yeah. to the point of having his head explode. And yeah. he is going to fall hard. Just saying. Just saying. That One kid is going for a major, major meltdown. I, I don't get but it. He, he's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. He's going to be like on one of the real worlds. He's going to be on Celebrity Rehab. I, I promise. I promise. It's going to happen. I just don't understand how someone can be so successful and fall so quickly. Like just. Uh, I don't know. It's a life I... I honestly, it's life I don't understand. Do you think if we lived that life, we would we would egg houses and cause twenty thousand dollars worth of damage? That isn't that the question, though, right? Like, so you and I, we're sitting here in our non-billion-dollar, non-you know, celebrity-having ways, right? And so we could easily say, you know, what this guy's a tool. So I don't know. I mean, it's a good question, huh? Because I feel like the majority of people in in popular show business are insane like they legitimately are like they're just crazy well, it's, it's like winning the lottery you always you look at that amount of money and you see people who are like bankrupt the next week after winning the lottery yeah. it's like how did that happen like i think um, it's like like on in the nfl it's like something on the order of like 95 percent of players go bankrupt within the first five years of retirement it's because they're dumb they I, well buy a bunch of stuff i mean maybe I all the concussions just really isn't helping but I mean, I'm sure it's not. I mean, I mean, in my mind, I think about it. Like, if I had millions of dollars, like, I'd maybe buy a nicer house. But not, like, a mansion. Just, like, a nicer house. Like, maybe under 500 yeah. grand. But, yeah. Well, they're probably, I mean, you know, they're accustomed to a certain lifestyle. 
and that lifestyle leads them to being bankrupt. Ah, well, hopefully that <laughs> never happens to us. The bankrupt part, maybe it would be nice to be rich, well, but when this show hit makes it big, we'll try our very best not to. You yeah, know. I hear News Corp wants us. Well, we said no. They said what? No. <laughs> I didn't tell you that. We said no. We said no. They, they shoved all that Australian. Out. They wanted us to like, wear a tie even though nobody can see me right now. Like It was ridiculous. So I said no. We yeah. can think bigger, okay? Think bigger. We can be the next News Corp. We can be News Corp 2. Wouldn't we have to talk with <laughs> the Australian? Sequel, the Revenge. <laughs> what? We'd have to talk with Australian accents then. And uh, like always, I, as the American, made the decision for you. So I apologize. Oh. Well, I mean, Canada's all about doing what our pants want to do so let's do it <laughs> all right it's been an interesting year mr murphy it has been a whole year of interesting been. well we started this podcast remind me we started this around a year ago yeah it'd be about a year it's like start like, of january and that's that's not that's nothing to scoff at i mean shit most podcasts they they fade man well, we go by the ways. We did not pod fade. I mean, doing doing it for a year. I know a lot of people are like, ah, it's only episode forty two. Shouldn't it be fifty two? It's like, no, <laughs> shut up. We're busy. Paul has a kid. That's true. I am a kid, so <laughs> you know, we got things we got to do. But no, uh, one whole year of talking about Canada, the United States. Two of the greatest countries in the world. Unless you don't live in them, then you probably think yours is, but you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. So Ryan and I decided to have this as a little bit of a retrospect, if you will. Like a little yeah. bit of a, you know what? It's been an interesting year, and we should marinate on what exactly it was that dominated our show. There was a lot of domination. It was a lot of domination. I mean, from your side, we got your, you know, the Tim Hortons. That came up a lot. I went <laughs> over surprised. the notes, and it's like every other episode, there's something about Tim Hortons. And wait, 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 wait. You wait. actually listened to this nonsense? No, no, I went through the docs. Are you crazy? Oh, okay. <laughs> I have people who listen, but not, I didn't you know, consult to, with them. So, <laughs> Not to besmirch any, any of our fine listeners. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying... I would not listen to this after having done it. Uh, oh, it's always tough listening to a podcast that you just recorded. I, I do it, you know, when we first started recording just to make sure our quality was there. And then when I realized it was never going to be there, I was just like, fuck it, let's just record. <laughs> but uh, no, Tim Hortons came up a lot. Um, and to be honest, I'll make a revelation here. I haven't really been drinking a lot of Tim Hortons. I think, right. Paul, you've condemned me to a life of less Canadianness. I, constant I think it's my, I, I kind of feel like it's my duty. That's one of the goals when we started the show. Yeah, but I'm not going to convert to Fahrenheit. You, you can you <laughs> stick with your F. I'll stick with my C. I will stick with the F. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the C. Um, yeah, Tim Hortons, it's great. But uh, another big thing, another Canadian thing that we we dipped our toes into was the Heritage Minutes, one of the greatest oh, yeah. Canadian propaganda <laughs> ever made. It's hilarious. Like, I, I did not think of that as a legitimate news outlet, but they certainly try. Well, it was more about history. I mean, I remember when... Uh, no, it is. It's like an educational type deal. Yeah. I mean, that basketball one was great, right? Where, where you oh, claim to invent... Oh, that was so ba- dumb. Base- Folks, if you haven't seen it, Heritage Minute Basketball... 
Oh my gosh, it's good. It's so silly. The super so one silly. Is and good. you know what? It's uh, what makes it worse mm. is you guys are taking pride in that. Like you are taking pride in having one having invented basketball, mm-hmm. and two that like that you this sort of weird retrospect thing that you have going on. Mm-hmm. It is like it's almost like in a dream state when they record this. So it's like, oh, this is this is history <laughs> is being made. Look at us Canadians in motion. Well, the funny thing is that that clip opens up in like the states. It's like Maryland or Cleveland or something, yeah. and it's like Cleveland, Ohio, the birthplace of basketball. Except for that one dude who kind of made it, and he was half Canadian. <laughs> the more you it's know. like uh, so it's just oh look at this fine canadian heritage exactly I, I you know my favorite one is the superman one and i think that's where we started playing them because we yeah. man of steel was out or something i don't know totally we cut a deal with warner brothers and they never called us or wrote that check so whatever yeah. warner brothers they're that warner brothers you're on notice <laughs> we have and, a notice uh, board and, uh, and of course, you and I met for the first time, I believe. Well, it was survived. the first time. Yes, at uh, Nerdtacular. Yeah, that was fun. It was I a lot was, of fun. I always enjoy the Nerdtacularness. I I am on my way to securing travel to the next one. I was no not kidding. sure I was going to be able to make it, but I'm like, you yeah. know what? I was listening to um, the Coverville Top Fifty and that song that Scott Fletcher did at the show. Yeah, <laughs> like you had to be there. It's it's a great song on its own, but to be there, it was, was amazing. And listening to it, it's like you could close your eyes and just like, oh yeah, I remember this happening live. And you could see Scott's reaction because he had no idea. Yeah, that was probably my favorite part of the show. Well, I mean, besides becoming engaged, I mean, Ashley doesn't listen to this, so we'll go with Scott <laughs> Fletcher. No, I'm just joking. Folks, folks, just for clarity here, Ryan did get engaged while at Nerdtacular, yeah. and he just said that the best thing and was And I'm Scott joking. <laughs> Please do not email my fiance or me, for that matter, getting angry, because engagement first, everything else afterwards. No, Nerdtacular was a lot of fun. My first visit to the States. And uh-huh. uh, when Nerdtacular Canada rolls around, Paul will probably be coming up here at some point. Yeah, you know, it's cold during the warmer season. The NTC, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Such a, and you know what? We'll we'll most likely. I mean, if we're both up there again, mm-hmm. might as well uh, might as well record another show. Yeah. Yeah, I. You know what? I I think uh, I think we'll do that. And I I think this year they're they're trying to they're hopefully going to do something different to allow people to record podcasts in a more live scenario so that would be fun oh that's a good point i hadn't thought about that that would be quite awesome i Um, had dropped that nugget on mr dave michael and he said hmm that's a great idea and i haven't asked him since the sales guy yeah sales geek yeah yeah so we'll see that's cool maybe i'll give him another actually a great idea we should do that so folks if you're going to nertacular uh Mm -hmm. join us for our live broadcast sure (laughs) it'll be fun uh no, it would be fun. No, it's true because when you're in one of those scenarios, so many people there are podcasters themselves, mm-hmm. and if they had that opportunity to, you know, record in a more, you know, a live environment, that would be. I mean, that'd be awesome. It'd be a first for me. Like I was half 
halfsies there when mm-hmm. they did some live recordings uh, at BlizzCon. Right. So that was cool. But I mean, I was kind of like off in the peripheral and they, you know, occasionally ask me questions. Well, I mean, the, the nice thing uh, would be that, you know, even if we book a room or a slotted time or whatever, however it'll work, or, or even if this actually happens. I mean, I'm not saying this is happening for sure. It's like six or seven months ago I had suggested it. So um, if it happened and nobody showed up, it would just be like we're recording right now. So it wouldn't even be a bummer if nobody showed up to this live event. <laughs> I'm glad you're tempering our expectations I'm just already. making sure... You know, Salt Lake City, the happiest place in America, does not depress anybody. No, yeah, I know. It's true. It's true. And we'll be in the same place, by the way. Yes. Like, it is pretty well defined. It's, it will be in the same place and over the 4th of July weekend. So, Oh, I loved it. We owned we owned that place, and I have no yes. attachment to July 4th. I mean, besides being engaged on that day. <laughs> There's no fireworks, so I didn't feel depressed. <laughs> Ryan is just rolling up the he's just rolling spades every single time. All I'm saying is that Canadians get to celebrate rolling Canada spades. Day on the first and then what? go to Nurtacular on the fourth and not have to worry about all that, oh I don't get to celebrate my country because I'm in the middle of a forest and if I do that I'll burn it down. You know? <laughs> you guys well, we had pancakes, I guess. Are you getting morning. married before then? No, I'll still be Okay. I'll still be, uh, what's the word? It's not like... Engaged? Well, yeah, I guess. The E word. (laughs) You're not engaged once you're married. For sure. No, I'm just informing you. You can no longer say, (laughs) in the same way, you can no longer say, my fiancé Ashley, which is weird. Your wife, which is less syllables. It's weird. Both transitions are weird because you don't stick with fiancé for very long. Just oh. in the relative speaking, relatively speaking, you know, you have a fiance for a very brief period, hopefully. You know, it's funny and, we we're getting back into. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I've hardly gotten used to saying fiance. Although, like, girlfriend as a term doesn't come up very often. Sure. For me, I mean, I just usually say Ashley, and it's like, oh, he's talking about a girl. That must be either his sister or you know, there is a picture of him kind of. Holding his sister pretty close on his desk. That's a little weird. Oh, wait. No, that's that's probably his girlfriend or fiance. So I think people wow. kind of get it. Moving on. Yeah. Actually, speaking of Nertacular, I have that. I'm staring at the moose that you gave me. I did. You yeah. kept it. I thought that was for your son. <laughs> it, it is. But You're saving it because it's ages two and up. <laughs> Choking hazard. Oh, actually, actually, that's not true. It's he probably could choke on this. We tried, <laughs> and he would. You tried. Uh, anyway, next. Mm. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff happened just in the world. Yeah, and with the certain things, they just kind of, they kind of. <laughs> this was hard to narrow down. These uh, well, there was all stories. kinds of things that just kept percolating up. Yeah, for sure. Like you know, the more recent stuff, Rob Ford. Like over the past, you know, few months, he has been making headlines everywhere. Now, mind you, he started in the spring because that's when he denied smoking crack, and there was that video supposedly right. circulating, and they had an Indiegogo campaign to pay yeah. drug dealers for the crack video. Yeah, and it never right. surfaced. And I guess all the money was donated to like charity or something, but which is pretty much the only good way that could have gone down. Yeah, or well, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, even getting the video still included like giving drug like money to a drug dealer. Like that's probably which you know, I mean, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just you know <laughs> evidence. <laughs> yeah, you're paying for evidence, and, and theoretically, uh, yeah, he he admitted he did crack, and he's still around, and I'm sure Rob Ford. 2013 will not be the year of the Ford, I think. I think if if Anthony Weiner has proven anything, Paul, it's uh-huh. that Rob Ford is going to get desperate and hilarious leading up to the election in 2014. So what I'm hearing from you, Mr. Ryan Murphy, is mm-hmm. the best is yet to come. From with Rob, yeah, oh yeah, Mr. Rob Ford. That is an interesting prediction. It's let me tell you, it's bold because it is because like like damn dude, like he is already. He's batting a thousand so far, but I feel like the closer he gets to an election, the crazier he'll, he'll get because he'll get more desperate. And he's a his personality, I think, just kind of screams crazy. Yeah, that's that's kind of true. So, so if he feels like he's losing at any point, he might just like snap. Yeah, and I mean, if that's how he acts when he's he's still mayor, <laughs> could you imagine what he'll act like if he's about to lose it? <laughs> uh, I can't oh, wait. Shit, that's a good point. Poor and what Toronto. does Rob Ford do after this? <laughs> you I, know, like I mean, granted, he wasn't. From what I understand, he wasn't an especially good mayor. But like, I mean, he. I kind of feel like he has to go into something entertainment related. Like, w- what else are you going to do? Well, he had that book? porn to fall back on. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Thank <laughs> you. Sorry for reminding you. Ah. <laughs> uh, and of course, you brought it up earlier, Mr. Anthony Weiner. That was fun to watch. That was fun to watch. Now he's I gone. I kind of felt bad, but I mean, they're both kind of. They're, everyone in the scenario are kind of douches, so I, I, I guess I feel less bad about bagging on them. Am I a bad person that I feel very? I, I, it's hard for me to feel bad for idiots. Like just like they, they're, they're, they're just, they're just, <laughs> you know. Once you know, fool no. me once, shame on on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Like Anthony Weiner and Rob Ford are two people who just kept doing stupid things. You he, know? in a lot of ways, is quite similar to Mister Ford in that, like, even though the battle was well lost mm-hmm. in his in his like efforts to be mayor of New York, he right. just kept going. He kept going to the bitter end, and I don't know. That's my problem with this: is I don't know if I should respect him for that because, like, I I don't I wouldn't have, you know. Yeah. But on the other on the other hand, anybody on a staff, anybody working for him, not you know, excluding the the ladies, like they they have to constantly hear that they're winning, like well, you know, like you know what I mean. Like they're yeah. the kinds of people in that scenario. You really always have to. Like you can't go into this, uh, you know, with the anticipation that you'll lose. Yeah, and I think that's why. Well, okay. What was your favorite Wiener moment besides like all the the stuff about him? The, the original dick pic was hilarious. Yeah, that the way that blew like, up. That like that. <laughs> just you know what was funny about it was mm. he went from hack to Photoshop job. To I'm sorry, in a matter of hours. <laughs> Photoshop <laughs> like, job. Oh yeah, he like as in, as in these things can be doctored. I'm like, oh, and, and I'm like, 
So what did he doctor it from? Like what? Like wh- what am I supposed to think? Like I, okay, these things can be doctored. Okay, so. then what was it? <laughs> or you know, like what? Then you know, like, like it just his his defense made no sense. Basically, is what I'm saying. So why you know why would someone claim that that's a Photoshop or anything else? I'm like uh, what? Okay. So you're saying that there was something kind of like that on your phone? <laughs> like, what, what are you saying, Mr. Wiener? Ah, uh, man, you know, I think my favorite part, at least on our show, had to be when he got in that angry battle with that guy while he was buying, like, Jewish pastries. Yeah, I remember that, too. <laughs> that guy. They were both kind of jerks. Like, they, they, were, they were both kind of just trying to get on each other's nerves. Even though, like, yeah, yeah, they they said some really stupid stuff. That was the that was the funnier part about it. Like, I felt I actually didn't feel much remorse either way with that one because, you know, Wiener is this typical jerky, and there it's the other guy who was goading him for like marrying a a, a Palestinian or something. Yeah, they were like, both sort of. Like, like, are you serious right now? They were having like way, a way to go, off. guys. You walk into a Jewish pastry and then start screaming about the Palestinians. Good job. Oh, <laughs> All right. His poor wife. Then, of course, Mr. Ted Cruz. And a 21-hour speech. I, for one, believe in green eggs and ham, Mr. Paul. Oh, God. I There's no such thing as green eggs and ham. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, you're right. But I, I think that my favorite part about that episode when we talked about Ted Cruz was the audio clips. And, <laughs> I like, we don't have any audio clips for this episode, but just those clips were hilarious. Do yourself a favor, guys, and look up the best clips of that speech. Like, he spoke for 21 hours, and I think just the video... Just look up Ted Cruz, and you'll see. Or and Ted Cruz and filibuster, basically. Yeah, the video we had that we were referencing was sort of a time lapse of all the best moments. And you could tell, you could see like the people in Congress, Congress, right? It was, yes, it was Congress. The people in Congress sort of like getting tired, then leaving because people kept actually, is he a Senator? He might be a a Senator. senator. Hang on. If he is a Senator, then it was in the Senate. Okay. Well, wherever he was, some old building talking to old people, old white people. Um, yeah, he, yeah uh, a, he is a senator. Okay. So so not House of Cards is what you're saying. New. Okay. That's how I understand my American politics. I, I it, As well you should. It's through popular media. That's how everybody understands us. Well, at least House of Cards is somewhat realistic, right? I don't know. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen House of Cards yet? No, it's oh. on my shame list. It's on, it's on our list. I have a funny feeling that it's going gonna, it's gonna to come up here. The first quick. five like, episodes. We're, we're, we're almost at a good transition. I I have assumed that it's – I mean, I don't know how realistic you want to call it, but I mean, from what I understand, the guy is a completely despic- despicable character and, you know, people generally don't like congressmen. <laughs> so there you go. He, It's interesting. It's probably one of the few political shows that I've enjoyed. I, I hesitate to even think, like, is there any others besides House of Cards that I've watched all the way through? Um but yeah, no. Uh, sure. Speak, you know, speak, you know House well, of Cards, I, I, whatever. But West Wing is a solid one. If you ever, I've are never into seen that. How, uh, said House of Cards again. I've never seen West Wing. It is on the Netflix. 
on the Canadian Netflix? That I do. You expect me to know? I don't know. I expect you to have. <laughs> if you're gonna say it's on Netflix, like, and then I go look and I'm like, it oh. is on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It is on Netflix. <laughs> there you go. What is it on? I, how am I supposed to, Ryan? How am I supposed to know that? I don't know. Okay then. But if you're gonna suggest something's on Netflix, I can watch the. I thing. didn't bring up House of Cards. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. And of course, in relationship to Mr. Ted Cruz, is the intrepid the government shutdown? Is the government think. open yet? Dot com. I, I feel as though intrepid is not the accurate term i should be using when talking about the government or the government shutdown anyway uh yeah we didn't have a government for a while that was a dark or at least a federal government yeah it it was a talk about a dark time like that was that was horrible like interesting too like well it was interesting in the sense that it doesn't happen very often yeah and i i saw today on my phone i get like stitcher um news alerts and i guess like uh, the government approved like a one trillion or not approved but at least sent it to the president to sign but like a one trillion dollar budget for the government to fund it for till next september i think so that's good yeah the well i tweeted that you know i'm yay we get to have a government because we had we were able to pass a spending bill and you just know that is what everyone in the Congress was thinking, like, oh, my God, please, just please let this one go. <laughs> please, please, please don't do this to us again. What do you mean? Well, OK, the, that's what caused this problem in the first place is we didn't have a budget oh. or rather we didn't have a spending bill. And so, you know, when it came time to actually like spend money, we couldn't. So nobody had money to spend. So nobody got paid. And that's why we didn't have a government. And we just passed the spending bill that you're referring to. And, I mean, the same scenario could have happened mm-hmm. where they just didn't want to pass it for some political reason. Uh, I think it, I said this multiple times, but you think your government would have some sort of fail-safe so that never happens. So, you know, your country <laughs> doesn't fall to shambles because you guys can't agree. Well, okay, yes. I, I absolutely agree. Having said that, uh, we did not fall to shambles because we did not have a – like when I say – okay, just for anyone who is actually taking me seriously right now, right. technically we had a government. It oh, was yeah, just yeah. Is severely limited in its functions. And just because something was you know, illegal at one point on a federal level doesn't make it not illegal when you didn't have anybody to enforce it. And mm-hmm. ultimately everybody did get paid. It yeah, in the a, end, yeah. It took forever, but they got paid, and I understand people's concern. So there you go. But it was it was still a dark time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, it was one of those things where you kind of just, uh, front and center, you saw how far people are willing to go based on some sort of weird political principle. That's so weird. And, I mean, you know, some people, some people who, by the way, didn't have a whole lot to lose in this argument – they would say that, oh, this is actually a good thing because then we won't, you know, we can stop spending money like animals. Or, mm-hmm. you know, even though, you know, even though, you know, they didn't lose their job. So that makes it, a, that makes it totally okay. 
and sort of related to this, we didn't have in here was the Obamacare stuff. Like that, that oh, was sort yeah, of big that, this year as well, right? Oh, totally. Uh, well, it was here. It was well, a big, of course, big, yeah. Big, big deal. <laughs> well, it was also big in Canada. I mean, it was one of Canada's probably well, biggest we, web we, contracts. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you guys got roped into this too, is because everybody was looking at how well, how does Canada do it? Because you are often kind of the punching bag slash example for what it is like that a quote-unquote socialist regime would I do. love that we're the punching bag for a very good and 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 healthy health care system. Uh, we're the yeah. punching bag. It's like, oh, I broke my arm. Now I'm going to go bankrupt. Nope, <laughs> I can do it for free. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Well, anyway, but yes, the Obamacare thing, that was a cluster fuck. Is it better now? Is it a better? Is it um, just a cluster mm, now? Or well, no, right. So it it, it is better. Okay, um, good. It is not a hundred percent, but it seems like they're actually doing things. For example, you can, uh, from what I understand, you can actually sign up relatively consistently. That's good. Like people are actually signing up, so that's good. Well, you know what? It's baby steps, right? Yeah, nobody. I don't think anybody expected this to work day one. Maybe the administration did. In which case, <laughs> Canadians are very optimistic. Well, it's, I, I could laugh at that, regardless of political affiliation or anything else, other than that is software. When you release something that is going to be re- that everyone in the freaking country is going to log into day one, there's no way that works. For sure. I mean, like, geez, I mean, you're, you and I are video game buffs. We know. We've seen this stuff go down. Nothing work like s- some sort of interconnected game. Nothing works day one. Nothing. Like, ugh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. I don't know. Obamacare. Obamacare. Sign up today. Exactly. We're now supported by Obamacare. We are. Yeah. Ah, uh, thank you, Mr. Obama. We've been we've been bought out. All right. Well, Ryan, we've gone down memory lane. That was a whole year. That was that was pretty much in a nutshell. Yeah. That was fun. And who we knows? Do another year. We should. And you know what? Who knows what this next year will hold? Season I see a lot two. of. I, I see a lot of you know very great things on the horizon. Obviously, we have we have uh, Mr. Rob Ford going to run for re-election again. Uh, Canadian elections are going to get. I'm sure we're going to get more news out of the camps uh, who are going to be running for election in 2015 here in Canada. I'm sure yep. your guys are going to get kicked going. Like you got two years. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, it, it's sad, but you literally, like, the amount of time that you can get things done is very, like, like half of what you'd expect because nobody is, nobody is going to, like, they're all thinking about re-election at a point. Like, even the president is hamstrung by this on his final year because he's not going to be able to get anything done with Congress because they're all going to be worried about re-election. He's not, yeah. you know, he's not running for re-election, but it doesn't matter. Well, we're probably going to see the same thing up here. I was talking to a friend of mine, and they said that more and more these days we're becoming more like the Americans and starting elections early because, you know, it makes sense no. to try and tie as much. No, I agree with you. I don't want to see it like, either. I, I would say, you know, most Americans, I think, they they are sick of it. They don't want to hear about this stuff as much as we do. It's a, That is a backward step, my friend. Yeah. Well, 
uh, hopefully it's not too crazy in 2014 election wise um actually it's funny because uh not only is toronto getting it hopefully getting a new, they hope they're getting a new mayor in 2014 but my town is going to be doing elections as well i don't know if it's like that like across oh. ontario or whatever but i know it might just be a coincidence but there's also an election going on in october here for council and for mayor i am not running <laughs> uh even though i was yeah. asked <laughs> but yet yeah i gotta get there um, I, I can also tell you that the world cup is happening next year and there's generally some sort of political turmoil that's surrounding that. You just mentioned a major sporting event. There's also going to be the Olympics in a month. Yeah. Where Canada will once again win gold in the hockey. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like saying the Americans are going to win the gold in basketball. It's just going to happen. Hey, we, it usually <laughs> comes down to me and you. And it's like we're in for fisticuffs now. I mean, the the not to diminish the skills of the women's Canadian hockey team – but they always win. Uh, they're really good. Uh-huh. Uh, but the American or the men's hockey team, they're usually pretty much on par with the American team. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. It will. Uh, we'll be following closely. What else is happening in 2014? Anything else big? Uh, well, uh, sir, I'm pretty sure there will be plenty, and we will be there. Well, I'm getting but- married. I see. There I go again, forgetting. <laughs> it's pretty big. <laughs> Sure. It's not sure. as big Absolutely. as uh, I'm going to Mexico in February. That's kind of big. Yeah, good luck with that. Can we get a Mexican on the show now? Email us at <laughs> info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. Our Twitters are the Lazy Elephant and Unhappy Beaver. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love the feedback and reviews. We love the we love five stars on iTunes. It's one of those things that gives us hope. It gives us joy. It gives us warm and fuzzy feelings. I didn't check, so <laughs> you can see. You, well, I need to talk to Ryan about commitment after all this is over. <laughs> anyway, my normal Twitter account is P Swickard. Mister Ryan is R Murphy. Ryan, anything you want to talk about before yes, we go? I, I want to pimp Paul Swickard and Aww. James Bartholomew. Oh, follow P Swickard on on Twitter. And follow iGovos on Twitter because I have a sneaky feeling, mainly due to the fact that they plan their stuff on on public forums. But I have a (laughs) sneaky feeling that they are planning something and you'll be able to listen to it with your headphones. You you may or may not be speaking truth. That's good (laughs) because I may or may not have been seeing things on Twitter when you guys were talking. So look forward to the internet's. And all the great fruits that it shall bear. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, folks. We will see you all next week where we will have lots of more shenanigans to be had in 2014. Great. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>